Happy Saturday, friends, and uh, it is another bonus Corona Lockdown edition here of Lions of Liberty coming at you on the weekend. Uh, I've been doing a lot more content here. I've been doing some live streams lately. I did one you're going to hear today with our friend Raylene Lightheart, who is, of course, the co-host of the amazing Blast Off, along with our good friend Johnny Rocket Adams. Before we get into that, I want to remind you about the great work we're doing with Donor C and to help with their response to coronavirus all around the world. 10% of our Patreon earnings are currently going to help out Donor C with their efforts to help people affected by coronavirus and the lockdowns all around the world. Check out what they're doing at donorc.com slash coronavirus. And if that wasn't enough, if you if it wasn't enough to support your favorite libertarian podcast to help people around the world affected by coronavirus, another reason to join our Patreon right now is we have a brand new t-shirt, the Tigers of Liberty. It's our Tiger King parody t-shirt. It's really ridiculous, really hilarious. You're going to love it. It is going to be a conversation starter. You can check that out at lionsofliberty.store. But anybody who joins our Patreon between now and the end of April. Anybody who joins at $15 or higher per month will get a free Tigers of Liberty t-shirt. So check it out now. You also get, of course, access to all of our amazing bonus content, which we are doing a plethora of lately. You also get a free mug at that level, and you get our daily news links that our good uh, news collector Howie provides. So please do check all of that out over at patreon.com slash Lions of Liberty. Friends, I am here live with our good friend, our good libertarian podcasting friend who I've never met in real life, just like most of my internet libertarian <laughs> podcasting friends. It is the wonderful Raylene Lyhart from Blast Off with Johnny Rocket and Raylene Lyhart. Raylene, how are you? Good. It's are nice you ready to, to roar, you. by the way? I forgot to confirm that. Sure. Let's roar. Okay. Let's make that official. So uh, as I've been doing with a, a f- bunch of these live streams lately, I've been calling upon uh, podcast friends to just hop on for an hour and talk about life in the age of Corona. Uh, do you just want to start off telling me a little bit about, you know, maybe when you started first hearing about this virus and when it started to sort of affect you? Uh, I imagine in mm-hmm. some ways it didn't affect you as much as some other people because you're already homeschooled, so you didn't have to make that kind of life adjustment that uh, mm-hmm. I know a lot of people are, are kind of making an adjustment with that right now. But yeah. uh, just give us a little backstory on your journey here to, to where we are now over the last few months. Okay. Well, um, some of you know that I was, I've been talking about Corona for a while, uh, researching it since around Christmas time. Um, so I was following a lot of this stuff in China. Um, I've done a couple podcasts on it and wow, they, at the time they were hiding so many numbers. It was way worse than, I mean, just hiding a lot of information. So, um, it was really strange to me. In fact, one of the funny things about my mom the other day, a couple of weeks ago was saying how she felt sorry for Trump because he didn't know about any of this and he can only do so much, um, which I'm not all about government doing much to be honest with you. Um, I'm a less is more kind of person in with the state, but Mm -hmm. she was saying she felt sorry for him because he didn't know. And he can only do things when people tell him about it. And I said, mom, I I love you. And I want to really respect your, your political leanings or you, regardless of us disagreeing on this, but, and I do think that calling Trump racist over this particular thing is not, I agree with you, but if, how does the president of the United States not know about this? If a little old lady 
that's homeschooling her kids in BFE knows about the virus. If, if I know about this, if I know these masks do or don't work and what would happen. And I mean, if I know this, then the president should know this. And if he doesn't, he doesn't deserve to be the president. There's no such thing as good government. And if he did know then, like I suspect, then he's a liar. So that's where we're at. I mean, supposedly, I, I think uh, one of the Chinese leaders uh, called the White House like crying on in January about how distressed he was over this whole thing. So it's a, a little silly to seem like he didn't know. Um, he did mm-hmm. seem to be downplaying it in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, but well, the yeah. CDC said not to worry about it. Right. Now they're so telling. Yeah, yeah, they so knew. He was just kind of going along that line. It, mm-hmm. it seems like they've gone from we're trying not to panic people, so we're going to downplay it. Now it feels like they're trying to panic people, and maybe they're. I don't want to say overplaying or downplaying. I'm not a medical expert, and I'm not going to pretend to be. And but, we're all and we're being inundated with false numbers, but right from everywhere. From everywhere. That's the thing. You know, mm-hmm. I hear so much about how China was hiding numbers and, and lying about things. So maybe on, when I hear stuff like that, I think, oh, maybe it's way worse than we could ever imagine, or way bigger mm-hmm. than we could ever imagine. And mm-hmm. then I see other things and numbers coming out from the government that don't just don't totally jive. And I'm, then I think, well, are they overhyping this to scare us now? And I, I have no idea where the truth really lies. I, I certainly uh, believe right. it's a real virus uh, of some kind. Well, coronavirus, if, if it's true that they're not specifically testing for COVID-19, but just coronavirus, that original coronavirus is a common cold. So every one of us is probably going to have some sort of antibodies or titers against a type or, or strain of coronavirus. So, but I'm not um, here to make people's decisions for them or, or assert what is real and what is not. But I do know that misinformation everywhere on both ends is happening. Now, have you seen suggestions that they are just testing for general coronavirus antibodies? Because that yes. seems like it would really, really skew the numbers. Because everyone I know gets a little cold at some point. That, so, yes, that that is what what I'm seeing, and that's what I'm hearing from medical experts. But that. Then again, what's a medical expert? I saw a nurse making a video saying this is bullshit, blah, 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 blah. But then when she was talking, I recognized she doesn't know about titers. She doesn't know about even viral vaccine science and things like I do. So I realized that she's a nurse, but she's still not an authority because she doesn't even understand what I know. And I'm, again, just a homeschool mom who does a podcast about liberty, right? So I mean, who am I? <laughs> I, I right. think that's a, a thing in America where we sort of look to authority and we kind of, a lot of people, not we, but uh, a lot of people out there sort of filter everything through who is this, Does what position does this person have? And that determines whether or not I can trust them. I mean, even just someone who's a nurse or even a doctor isn't necessarily an expert on all things related to medicine, on all things related to vaccines. In many or ways, nutrition. Yeah, sure, certainly. Um, I, don't, I don't think I've received much if any nutritional vi- advice from a doctor ever, mostly when I go to a doctor, they just ask, did I have my MMR shot or did I do this or that? I hardly ever hear anything about, oh, how are you eating? What's your diet like? I don't think I've ever heard that. From what a pays them? Either. I mean, uh, getting well and treating the treating the root of the issues instead of just the symptoms does not ensure uh, more customers. Not only that, another good way for people to look at it is when they start going into the curriculum of of medical school or what nurses get, go and look at how long they get taught about certain topics. And you're going to realize that in um, you can, in a week, get far more information and better education on that one topic, if you do it right, than that nurse or doctor. 
um, because it's not pharmaceutical sponsored or, or state sponsored or, or through certain regulations. But back to what you were originally saying about the misinformation, how they seem to want us to downplay it. And then now they are definitely a part of the panic machine. This is happening. And I, and I want to suggest this idea to you that a friend of mine mentioned, and I was like, it, she's amazing. She, she got it right. Exactly. She said, they need you right in the middle to control you. Because if you're not scared enough, then you're not going to buy into anything and you're not going to do what they want. And if you're too scared, this is when you start seeing the looting, you start seeing the rioting, you start seeing people like go wiling out with violence, and that is also uncontrollable. So they need you right down the middle of the road, and you have been watching them guide us, herd us, and I say us loosely, obviously, because I'm me and you're you, but um, guiding the, the people through media and through their reports and how they're handling this, they want you right in the middle, trusting them, but scared enough that we ask them for help or to control people, correct? It, do, it does seem that way because we've we just mm-hmm. wobbled between – it seems like people generally follow the government. When the government was relaxed about it and Trump said it's no big deal, it's going to go away, people seem to be relaxed about it. And then mm-hmm. as soon as the, the WHO called it a pandemic and uh, you saw government officials seeming more concerned about it, suddenly mm-hmm. the panic rushed in. Suddenly everyone realized they had to go get toilet paper <laughs> and this whole thing just started to unfold. Um, did you when, – when you started doing your initial research, did you think it would get – to this point or this point this quickly? I mean, where did you kind of foresee this coming as you were learning more and more about it? Uh, um, so I was annoyed that they were taking people that were driving. They're not hurting anybody. They're not doing anything. Somebody in China was driving around and they put, they stopped the car, the cops, the cops there, stopped the car and drag a guy out of his car and put him in the back of a van. That's what's kind of going, that was going on. Stacks of bodies. Um, they had morticians on 24 seven uh, shifts and they were trying to speak in code about how many bodies they were transferring. So it was a massive, massive amount of death, which does not match. So that was scary. Mm-hmm. So I was like, why are they covering up how many deaths there were? And I'm, I believe massive cover up of how much death there was. And it did look like it was potentially descendants or, or people who were speaking out. I mean, it's the Chinese government. We have to understand how dangerous they actually are. Sure. But, they could be, they could be having deaths they're covering up that are their own deaths for whatever reasons. And then maybe knowing they would later blame it on this virus. I mean, it's hard to really say. We don't know. And then there is the 5G theory, which again, with the lack of testing and and something being new, I think that it's okay to question things without Can you dive into what that theory is? Because I've seen things here and there about it. And, uh, but just for the sake of our audience who might not be familiar with what some people believe. Without endorsing or not endorsing. Like, yeah. Like, so, um, so uh, this is, going to be either so much better people to say this but i'll explain it so kind of how like tesla talked about vibrations being super important and we could do a lot of things with vibrations there does seem to be a lot of science that does support that also there's a correlation to the spanish flu and the new radio towers going in and how the frequencies were potentially uh making the sickness worse or amplifying the sickness in their body and that's and while they were testing the different modes of this this is way back in 1918 when we were just getting exactly so that's that's added to the conspiracy now um wuhan put in the most 5g towers a while at first before and then it was also iran and italy were also some of the very first countries to put in a lot of the 5g towers Hmm. which has 
um, according to critics, not been tested properly and that we are guinea pigs. It does seem to be looking that way. Um, again, if you trust what the government says about testing, then you and I may not agree. I don't even know for sure. Okay. I just want to be totally honest. Now, um, before this coronavirus became a problem, I've been following the 5G loosely, not going out of my way, but when I see something, I read it and, and that kind of thing. And there are there was already uh, lists of something they were calling um, 5G sickness. And it was respiratory issues, dizziness, I mean, breathing problems. I mean, the list, this was before coronavirus was even a problem, even, even before China was hiding things or talking about it, okay, before Christmas. So I've been reading about that this last year, about the sickness that people get. And that's why people are saying that this virus could be amplified and made worse by the 5G, okay? So perhaps so, if our bodies were already being weakened in some way, then mm-hmm. suddenly this virus that, you know, regardless of how deadly it would right. or wouldn't have been otherwise could be much more deadly. And now we're seeing that flu deaths and pneumonia numbers are all coming down in America. I'm talking about our country right now. Mm-hmm. And while coronavirus is being the reason for death uh, now. So that's we have the one seen, that makes you go. Hmm. Right now. Hmm. That's why I'd like to be here today to talk about how do you take care of your body, whether or not coronavirus is even real? What I mean, now this is a great time to talk about all, all these people that I see going, wow, maybe I should try to, and I, I'm not talking about losing weight for looks or caring about bikini body, about getting healthy. Because um, why are we stressing our bodies out or not getting proper nutrition? Or maybe we should get out there and actually get real vitamin D from the sunshine and stop using these toxins, work on our gut flora so we could absorb all these vitamins. And new, I mean, we know that they're using vitamin C. They got 50 million something of vitamin C was sent to Wuhan, and they're actually admitting that vitamin C is fixing it. They're using vitamin C as a treatment right now with chloroquine. But to me, the vitamin C seems to be the basic of what everyone's using right now for the coronavirus. Now we all so know. Drink your OJ, kids. Yeah, actually, OJ actually, is not. I'm actually your, drinking my OJ right now. But. OJ is not the best source of vitamin C. Yeah. I think this is mostly sugar. There it is. Right. It actually kill it, the vitamin C disappears the longer it's been. Like if it's from concentrate. So you're going to want to eat oranges. You're going to want to get vitamin C from your vegetables too. I mean, it's it's out there everywhere. And um, but you can also take your supplements. Um, that's a really great way to do it. Uh, it it's because. So vitamin C is like the number one for this. And things like measles, a lot of people don't realize it's a three-day fever. And if you take have vitamin C, but mostly vitamin A is something that people don't get enough of. And so that's really great for something like measles, right? What is vitamin A in? I, you never hear about vitamin A. It's like the, the lost carrots. vitamin. Everyone's always talking about D and C and even a little yep. B. A gets lost in the whole conversation. That's the carrots. Poor it's a. good for the eyes. Remember that one? Like uh, eat carrots are good for your eyes. That's vitamin A. Um, I have a bunch of stuff. You want me to show it to you? Sure. Let's see what right. you got. That's why we're okay. on video. You can do so, that. So can you see that? That's zinc. That is zinc. Does okay. that show up backwards for you? No, I actually see it exactly as I should. Okay, cool. Zinc is great for your immune system. So everyone right now, I highly recommend uh, zinc. And then when you have a colder or preventatively, and then vitamin C. Look at this. And my kids can't take pills, so I get chewables for them or I get drops and just stick it in something yummy for them. I can take pills, but I get chewables because I like to eat candy. 
you like, can did you like the Flintstones? This is healthy candy, of course. So, and vitamins are the best. Yeah, and then I do this kind of vitamin A drops, and they only need like one or two, especially for this. This vitamin A is not the super important one for this one. This is vitamin D, vitamin C, and zinc. That's highly recommended. Um, and let's see what else I got over here. So I use... The Lightheart Pharmacy here. Oh, yeah. I have like a whole basket. Okay. So magnesium is really good for people's bodies. I highly recommend using... So this is a magnesium for body aches. And your body absorbs magnesium through the skin better than it does through, your, through the pills or the oils that you take, right? So a lot of people will take Epsom salt baths. And have you ever, do you know how to do an Epsom salt? I have done that as a matter of fact. How, tell us about how that actually works for you. Does it loosen up your system, help mm, you relax? I've done it at times when I either just wanted to relax or if I had like body aches and, and that sort of thing. And yeah, mm-hmm. if, I mean, I think even being in a, a hot bath without Epsom salts would probably help with that stuff yeah. too. Help yeah. your body relax, your muscles relax. But uh, yeah, it's always seemed to just kind of relax me and calm down any kind Helps of t- cramping. tightness or, yeah, tightness mm-hmm. or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It's always been helpful. Yeah, so if you've been dehydrated and your or your body's cramping up, it's usually a magnesium deficiency. So mm-hmm. um, you could take it, but if you take too many of the pills, you will poop your pants. So be and careful that's with no that. Fun. I love you all. That's why I'm being honest. And you really don't um, want to do that when you're in your Epsom salt bath. That that that's just that's not. true. That's true. So um, oregano oil. Uh, these are capsules, but I also have. So this is really great for the immune system. Um, I highly recommend looking into all of this. Don't use Google. Try uh, DuckDuckGo. Okay. Um, uh, so that's really good. And then I made like this little pot and I put oregano oil in this and uh, chamomile and like lavender. And this is really good to put on the kids' bottoms of their feet to help their immune system. It's really safe. Hmm. Um, Why the bottoms yeah. of the feet? Are there's more absorbent? You really absorb so things to the bottom of the feet. It sounds crazy. It's everything your grandma told you was true. Um, so you kind of look at all those grandma tricks and then there's usually science behind them. Oh, one of the most amazing things that I got, we, our family had the flu once and I even had a newborn baby that was four months old and I got us all through the flu faster than anyone I knew. And these are the tricks I use. So I use, I can make this myself and I'll tell you how to do it. It's called garlic mullein oil and it's just, it's a, uh, sounds yummy. Yeah. It smells like Olive Garden, <laughs> right in the ears. And uh, you they put just drop- drain out the breadsticks and put it right into that that little. Oh, <laughs> it's um. You could put this in any age. You put a drop of this in your ear if you think you're going to get a cold or anything or anybody that's prone to ear infections. A lot of people don't realize that chronic ear infections are tied to vaccine injury. Um, but but regardless of that, you put this in your ears preventatively and cures most ear infections unless they've already gone really, really bad. So if you get on top of it right away, you will not have ear infections. It um, And you can make your own. This is like 12 bucks, maybe, maybe, but you can make your own by taking, um, slicing like a whole head of garlic really thinly, put it in the bottom of the saucepan, um, cover it in olive oil, put it on the very lowest heat, and you just stir it and you wait like 25 minutes until the garlic cloves turn almost black. And then the oil is very dark brown. There should be no sentiment. And uh, you never bring the oil to a smoke point or boil it because it makes it rancid. So, um, And then you can just use it forever. And honestly, you can make it into salad dressing. It's, it's garlic and oil. Um, yeah. And so you do that. And then the other one is a wool sock method or wool sock treatment, which... 
it's going to sound really crazy and nobody ever wants to it try it. It already does before I hear what it is. But Okay. <laughs> I Every single person that I know that has tried it after I recommended it, a lot of people won't try it. They just, they just won't do it. It's weird. They'd rather take a pill, but this is amazing. Not only is it a natural fever reducer, it also clears chest congestion and it is um, stimulating to the immune system. So it'll, it'll kickstart your immune response. So as soon as the kids start looking like, you know, clammy and they don't look right and you know where they start to act too tired and you're like, oh, oh no, everybody's getting sick. Um, and when I start to get worried, if I get worried at all, you know, like that weird feeling, like mm, oh, anytime yeah. that you would normally give the medicine, um, uh, really quickly, Tylenol depletes glutathinamine. Glutathinamine, it is an amino acid. Do not give it. If you give your children vaccines, please do not give them Tylenol at all because it will strip them of the ability to process toxins or detox them out of their body in any way. Mm. And it is usually in line with seizures and encephalitis. So please don't use Tylenol. And then as we're hearing now with this ibuprofen, it's probably not good for people with Corona. Okay. So these are ways to reduce your fever. And then the magnesium in a bath will help you with your body aches. So I'm, I'm just trying to give everybody alternative methods here. So you take a, a bowl or a glass of ice water, very cold. You take your cotton sports socks, like ankle socks, you know, and you put them in the cold water until they're icy cold, you wring them out and you put on the cold, wet sock and a dry wool sock over the top of it. Okay. Sounds nuts. It does sound nuts. <laughs> but but it also doesn't sound harmful. So it can't hurt, right? right? Exactly. Okay. Yeah, like your feet might be cold, but yeah. Yeah. Know. And then you just get in bed, go to bed and you can take them off when they're all dry, when they're all dry. It, so is it basically going back to that theory about the feet being absorptive and if they're absorbing this cold water overnight, it's just going to naturally sort of... Yeah, the wool, because wool has a tendency, cotton, you can um, really, in the elements, you don't want to be in cotton or anything like that, right? But wool has a tendency, even if it's cold and frozen, will actually keep you warm better and you won't get hypothermia as much. Um, it's it's pretty magnificent. So the wool socks, it's kind of like they draw it out, the, the cold water. I don't really understand how, but it works. And um, I found that method from a crunchy group 10 years ago, and it's, it's changed our family's life. Wow. So um, another one for infections. And there were a few friends I had that may or may not have or had the coronavirus over the last month. I mean, this one, this, whatever's going on that people do have seems to be a really long three-week illness, okay? Um, maybe three and a half. Um, it just sounds the, brutal because if I'm sick for two days, I'm really, I really get depressed. Yeah, it's, and it also seems to be a roller coaster from everybody. I've been collecting as much data as I can from anybody who's sick and what's going on out there, okay? And this is the thing that everybody seems to have that has anything. This is what it seems like. So it seems like as soon as they feel like they're getting better, then they tank again. So um, this is called organic cold-pressed castor oil. Um, you, you want the cold press, so it has all the health benefits and it, it's called castor oil packs. You can Google that easily. And, um, there's lots of ways to do it. I do it kind of in a lazier way and cleaner way. So I'll tell you about it. So you take a, um, you put the castor oil on the front of your chest where your lungs are or on your back, or you can do both. And you spread the castor oil all over, put a paper towel over it, and then a wet, washcloth, warm, wet washcloth, and then you put the heating pad on it. Or if your lymph nodes are swollen, 
then you would use like a hot pack on it over the castor oil. This is very old school. This is very old school, but it really does fix infections. Um, a lot of breastfeeding moms know about castor oil hot packs because when they get mastitis, you can actually uh, clear up the infection without taking antibiotics and things like that. So um, is this helpful to you? Are you Yeah, absolutely. Interested? I, actually have a, I actually have a question uh, yeah. for, that I, I popped up in uh, one of the places I posted this on Facebook. Uh, my good friend, Jason Birdsell, he, he asked about the Tylenol thing that you mentioned. Is he, are you saying don't use Tylenol if they have ever been vaccinated or just close to when they've received vaccines? Uh, specifically when they get the vaccines, I will never use Tylenol ever again, knowing what I know about it. Gotcha. So mm -hmm. what are, do you have, do you have more in, in the, in the closet to show us first? But do you, more in the do you want more? Yeah, I have way more. Give, give, give us the whole thing. If you're afraid <laughs> you have allergies at the same time and you don't know which is which, I highly recommend quercetin. I've it usually comes from, from several sources about from nettles. Thing. And this has with bromelain, which is actually from fresh pineapple has bromelain in it. And if you have a sore throat, fresh pineapple in your throat will immediately soothe it uh, better than raw honey, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, but you can take as much of this as you want. And if you, this is all natural with no side effects. So if this is almost working for you, but you have a really bad day with allergies, then you can take uh, one of your meds. I don't really like them. My husband was a monster when he used to take meds. Either he was falling asleep or he was mean. Uh -huh. So um, this is great. Sore throat. Um, raw apple cider vinegar has probiotics in it. Um, and you can dilute it because it's very strong and it sucks and the kids aren't going to do it. But for them, I do a cheap acidophilus, which is probiotics. And you know, John... And his probiotics. Yes, of we are on the same page about that. If so if he's you smart, take... he'll pop into the comments and promote it right now. Oh yeah, I would. <laughs> um, so Acidophilus or, or a better brand is going to be better. But you can pop open these capsules and sprinkle it in the water and gargle, and that'll help kill the bacteria. Those good bacteria will smother out the back bacteria. Um, for fulvic minerals, take these for so many things, but it's really the best for absorption of minerals and things in your gut. So this with probiotics is absolutely wonderful. Um, and then colloidal silver. Now this is, again, don't use Google. Um, this is not the... Should you buy it from Alex Jones? That's my first question. No, this is not the stuff that turns you blue. It's ionized. Um, this is really strong. I actually buy it because it's cheaper this way. And then I just dilute it myself in a smaller bottle for 25 ppm. This will kill... Um, and you can gargle with it, kill bacteria, put it in your nose, it'll kill bacteria, um, and fungus, it kills everything. It's really great. And then I'm almost there. <laughs> this is highly recommended. There's some amazing stories about DMSO, but this is what it does. It is an anti-inflammatory. It's actually kind of like a, a byproduct from pine processing, actually. And so this, the downside of it is the moment it touches your skin, you taste garlic your in your mouth. Your skin boils off. <laughs> yeah. It, well, it, it can be an irritant, but um, it actually tastes, makes you taste like garlic and gives you garlic breath until you use it more often. And it's that's pretty gross. So I don't blame any normies for not wanting to use this. That said, if you have a, let's say you use weed butter, uh, cannabis butter on your um, really sore shoulders or a, uh, a really good blend that helps loosen the muscles. If you put this on first, it actually is a carrier into your skin 
In fact, you can actually kill infection in your in your glands and things like that if you put the DMSO on first and then anything that you use to, to kill that. Um, I think that's mostly everything. Oh, and this is for everybody, especially women. D-mannose, you can not use or you can stop using antibiotics anytime that somebody gets a UTI. That's a very common thing, especially for little girls who who don't know how to keep themselves clean properly. For for daughters, um, you could sprinkle a, a little bit in their water, and it actually grabs onto all like E. coli bacteria and flushes it out when they go to the bathroom. And you'll never you in in Europe they don't even use antibiotics for UTIs. They use this. So. I think that's helpful stuff. You yeah. need to put together a you know a light heart starter pack and uh, have a little affiliate link here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you guys, that's funny. Um, and then of course there's things like mushrooms, uh, also great for immunity. But um, I, I mean, I don't know everything, and I'm sure I'm missing out lots of stuff. Ooh, headaches also. Um, turmeric is an anti-inflammatory, and it's just turmeric. Okay, and uh, a little bit of peppermint essential oil, right on your temple. And just wipe it right here to here, and your headache will go away immediately. And that's also a natural fever reducer. Okay, now okay. Raylene, you know there are there are going to be people <laughs> in the audience now that are hearing you list all this stuff, and you know there are some people out there that are rolling their eyes, saying, "Oh, here we go, one of yeah. these holistic people, blah blah blah." Right. They should really just go to the doctor and do exactly as they're told. Sure. And I'm sure you get this in your real life uh, from you know all the busybodies out there. So, yeah. what, what's your response to people that are that are skeptical about using different supplements and that sort of thing? That say, you know, you should just go to your doctor, do as you're told, take the pills you're given, mm-hmm. and move on with your mm-hmm. life. Well, first of all, don't tell me what to do. Haha, <laughs> just kidding. Okay, um, but but also that, yes. Uh, what it really comes down to is this. I want you to do whatever you want to do. When I'm showing some, some things, if you are like worried about like colloidal silver, oh, I don't know, okay, then don't do it. But when I'm talking about wool socks or castor oil, which we all know is natural or or, or drinking vitamin nettle Vitamin C tea. is not going exactly, to Vitamin C. So these things, are, it's like this. If you want to believe they won't work, then they might not work. Power of intention is actually way more important than people realize. I mean, you have people from all walks of life, whether you're a Christian, whether you're a Buddhist, whether you're non-secular, but you are uh, going to seminars for the secret. What do you think it's all about? Keep your mind positive. Keep your soul strong. We have got to be combating the collective unconscious of everybody out there fear-mongering because you know what? Their vibrations themselves, I know this is hippy-dippy sounding. Hippy away. I love it. it it's nastiness, okay? And we have to raise our consciousness and our vibration and live our best life to combat that. That's the act of resistance. I mean, if and- we just think on, on the base level, how mm-hmm. do you feel when you're in a bad mood, you're depressed, you feel mm-hmm. physically shitty too. You feel yeah. like you don't want to get out of bed, you're tired. When you're feeling happy and you're in a good mood, then you feel the opposite. So if you can right. find a way to do that to yourself, to change your attitude towards everything, you're going to feel better, that, better than right. you would otherwise. Right. Doesn't mean you're going to be automatically healthy, but you're going to be in a better situation than you are if you just say, oh no, I'm feeling sick. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I'm mm-hmm. so sad. Oh no, I know I'm going to get sick. I and let's go, go to, to fear. Now. Let's. What does fear do? That fear. Your anxiety raises uh, you know, your depression. Makes you sick. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm not saying this is a complete myth or anything like that. That's not what I'm doing. I'm saying, why wouldn't you try something different if you know there's no risk? I didn't say don't do what you want to do also. Mm-hmm. Don't listen to your doctor. Don't do it. You know? I choose who I listen to and I have to ask my doctor questions. And if they don't know more than I do, then I'm not listening to them. But the first step with that is that I had to learn more than they did, you know? 
And it goes back to this idea of authority and the idea that it doesn't just apply to government. It applies to so many sectors in life where you yeah, think the state you're, doesn't you're, just mean government, right? The state. And, and you think that your doctor is the ultimate authority on everything, and you got to go doctor by doctor. Some doctors do a lot of research into nutrition mm-hmm. and other mm-hmm. areas of life, and will give you sort of wider, a wider girth of advice. Other doctors, they just go through their system, they go through medical school, and mm-hmm. they essentially diagnose you from a book and give you and spit out the prescribed prescription. And it's yeah. going to be different doctor to doctor. But it's not like doctors. I don't think any of us are saying doctors are evil and are cackling no. away in their office that they just gave you bad advice. No. It's not like that at all. I think it's just uh, just like any other area of life that life there are people that go through the system and just follow mm-hmm. the system exactly as it is right and they're going to spit out the system answers that's just how right. it's going to work and well in this day and time we're all in quarantine going to the doctor right now where all those germs probably actually are if 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 that's what you're afraid of we're all quarantined because we're afraid of these germs or this virus you know where it's going to be at a doctor office it just will be because people that are sick are going there okay so if you don't think you're sick enough to go to the, have to go to the doctor, but you want to prevent these things, taking care of your nutrition and just taking the vitamin C and getting sunshine and getting fresh air, which is, and sun, I mean, sunshine specifically kills it. Heat kills viruses. Fevers are good. So don't use a fever reducer if you don't absolutely need to. Don't think in fear. Think like a king. Think like a winner. Think like a general. You are in charge. You need to see things coming. You need to prepare yourself. And if there is no risk, try this stuff out before you even want to go to a doctor. That's how I look at it. Think like a king. I like that slogan. Thanks. Oh, you know, Raylene means kingly. Oh, there you go. Excellent tie-in. I want to talk more about the the sunlight and the exercise and the fresh Mm -hmm. air because one thing that bothers me the most about this whole thing. Uh, and, and a lot of, at least here in Los Angeles, before we got an official shelter at home order or safer at home order, whatever they're calling it now, most businesses had already voluntarily sent most people they could home. Uh, mm-hmm. Where I work in television production, everybody not directly involved in productions was sent home before there was any government order yeah. and, the, and people were doing their jobs from home. Some of us that can't yeah. do their work from home were there still sort of distancing on our own. No one told us to do this other than the company suggesting it. And this all came mm-hmm. in private means. Uh, and then we switched to the shelter at home order. And at first it seemed like, okay, we weren't supposed to go to work. We weren't supposed to be inside buildings gathering together. Okay. Um, that bothers me for many reasons on its own from the authority side, but let's leave that aside for a second. But people were still going outside, getting exercise, going to trails, going to the beach. But then they decided too many people were going to the beach and that was considered large gatherings. And same thing was happening on a lot of trails because now nobody's working because everyone here either works in TV production or something related to TV production or a restaurant or a bar. And yeah. all of that's gone. So yeah. We have nothing else to do. Why are we not going to enjoy the nature? which is one of the reasons many people live out here. Uh, But now they have started to systematically close the beaches, close the trails, even the most innocuous things. Like there's a wooden little workout area on this one little walkway that that I walk my dogs on sometimes uh, down in Manhattan Beach. That's totally closed off, taped off. You're not, you can't go exercise there on on wood outside. And Um, the sun will kill any virus on that wood, by the way. mm -hmm. So anybody who is actually concerned about the virus being on the wood, the sun itself will kill it. Yeah, and that's that's why it just seems insane to me that they seem to be actively now discouraging people from even going outside and even leaving your houses. And I get a lot of people when I post stuff like this that'll say, well, that's just silly. You're allowed to go outside. You can walk around your neighborhood. 
And yes, that's true. You can walk around your neighborhood. Why am I even living in a world where I'm having a conversation about where I can walk or where I can go? But regardless of that, yeah. it's clear that they are discouraging. Yes, you can go oh, walk Well, they're actually now arresting people for it in it, other states. Are they doing that where you are in, uh, in Washington? Um, yeah, well, not that I have seen in Washington. I just saw something about New York and I just saw something about New Jersey. And I, I am now seeing actual proven like arrest or tickets and things like that. It's happening. Or just being out. out yes. And, and with their own um, husband and wife, uh, dad and daughter, I saw. Um, so, and they're not social distanced, even though they live together. Even though they're going to go home and not be social distanced, of course. Or in, in the, the car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it seems like if you have two scenarios, you can have a, a let's just say a three person family, mom, dad, and a kid. They mm-hmm. can do two things. They can stay inside all day or they can go outside together and still be in the same distance they'd be inside, but be getting exercise, be getting sunlight and all these healthy things. It's pretty obvious which of those is the more healthy scenario, but the state mm-hmm. seems to be discouraging the uh, the second one a lot more than, than they are Isn't the first one. This Well, first of all, we, we, we are all here. We are all libertarian curious, at least everybody who's watching this. So, so this is what it comes down to. When is there an example where the state doesn't actually make it insanely different than what they were trying to do? Like, when have they not failed at any execution? When has it not be, been arbitrary or logically inconsistent? This is no different than what we already know of the state. It's just more oppressive and people are cheering them effing on. It is insanity. Because if you are the fact that they are saying you can't go anywhere unless you go to the store, the stores are limiting things down to two loaves of bread. Oh, or- oh, and get this one. This week in Los Angeles, they said, we highly recommend don't go to grocery shopping this week either, because this is a very important week, we're told, for stopping the virus, so we should oh, not even Oh, flattening some shopping. curve of some sort. Yeah, okay, yes. so we have a family of eight, all right? And my oldest doesn't even live here right now, so that's how that is right now. So imagine that when we're only allowed to buy one toilet paper, and Joe Blow over there. quick, I would think. Okay, now, right, and so, and I just want to point out that that's a store mandate. I'm not asking for a law, but I'm asking for some common effing sense mm-hmm. that now I have to go to multiple stores and not only expose myself, but other people to me, depending on who is carrying what, because it's all invisible and no one knows. Okay. Or I have to go back to the store every single day to get what I need. We take two carts every time I go grocery shop. I social distance anyway. All right. I have a daughter who's immunocompromised. I don't play around. All right. My daughter has heart disease. She has congenital heart failure, uh, which is how I got into this crunchy medicine and all these things. I mean, mm. I, I, it's how I did my research. This is why. Um, so the fact that everyone out there is screaming about somebody not wearing gloves, gloves don't protect you. They just make you not touch your face as often. And if you, you can don't touch it with a bloodborne glove, illness, touch your face with a glove, it's not going to really. It's be not a bloodborne illness, and not only that, what does it matter if that person's wearing gloves or not? It's all mm-hmm. about hand washing and not touching the virus. You think that if you have gloves on, you're touching everything everybody else has touched. Right. Use your common sense. Anyway, it's it's insane out there. There is no, it's arbitrary. And then they say weed stores, which they won't even legalize until two years ago or something crazy. And then now they're essential services. Yeah, that is hilarious okay. how uh, same thing here in Los Angeles, weed was declared an essential service, which I would actually argue it is, but I would, it also, is. I would also argue anybody running a business to sustain their life is an essential service. Yeah. And well, businesses are people. And this is something that libertarians don't say enough. And it, because I think this because is the that most will be lumped in with Mitt Romney and, and corporations are people. Right. Well, well, it's ca- compassion. The capitalism is what Hody calls it. Right. Mm-hmm. And I really like that term because businesses are people. Uh, I have a business 
that's me and my labor and my fruits of my labor and what I'm doing. That is me. So when I get told I'm not essential, I'm not allowed to, I'm now breaking the law if I want to go help someone build their roof. Right. Right. But somebody sells energy bars to people close to the military base that's local. That's an essential business. It's a game store that has energy bars in it and they were deemed essential. (laughs) Wow. It's really uh, the lack of logic and common sense is what's really driving me crazy between policies and just people's calling for these policies. I mean, this is the part that I'm shocked by Mark, when you asked earlier, I'm sorry to interrupt. I, I, you, you asked me that and, and I have to tell you, it's one thing to talk about uh, what do people call you a conspiracy theorist? All libertarians, of course, are conspiracy theorists. All the government. We almost have that. to be to an extent. <laughs> well, right, and and that was a term propagated and created by the CIA anyway right. to downplay. Yeah. The, the What's truth funny is. is when people use that term, they're part of a conspiracy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. So they've been brainwashed so, by the conspiracy to make that a term to. to it's to like surprise <laughs> it's like inception. So <laughs> conspiracy inception. Okay. So yeah, um, when you look at what's happening. I knew that this was going to happen. We all knew, but looking at, oh, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm getting very emotional. Looking around at it happening all at one time right now, I'm like, I thought I had 10 years. I'm sorry, I'm getting all sweaty. This is like really upsetting to me. I, I'm shocked. I'm disgusted. I'm in my local groups and I'm seeing everyone scream about hoarding, but they don't understand what hoarding is. Mm-hmm. And because there's shortages, because they're shutting down all the businesses, they, they still probably think, think it's if you're getting two toilet papers for your eight-person family, you're hoarding. That's 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 exactly what's happening. Yes, that's exactly what's happening. And the way they're there's they're promoting violence, they're just taking pictures of local people and trying to to vilify. I mean, this is what fear does. And this is 1984. This is people reporting on anybody. I mean, I'm loving the meme groups about the Karens and, and I'm loving that we are resisting and calling that out. But I am horrified by how, if this gets worse, I'm literally scared of my neighbors trying to, to come in, rape, kill and murder our family and steal food and do what they got to do. I mean, this is like, I'm more worried about the neighbors at this point because they are cheering on this fascism. Oof. Yeah. It's really frightening. I mean, there was this guy who was uh, out paddleboarding around here the other day, and he was obviously, if you're paddleboarding, even on a even on a crowded day in the ocean, you're always social distancing on a paddleboard because you can't really be within it's a six, six feet, feet long paddleboard. Possible, you're going to knock each other over. So you're always social distancing paddleboarding. But of course, the beach was closed, and he was the only one out there. So of course, the you know beach cops came and took him out of the beach and arrested him. So now he goes from being in the sun, getting exercise alone on a paddleboard nowhere near anybody to being next to two cops without masks being brought to mm-hmm. a jail where he's inside around more people probably put in a cell cell maybe in a cell with other people who which in which scenario six are, feet distance in the jail i bet i'm sure yeah, i'm i'm sure and it, it's just i do see a lot of people that think it's wrong actually the vast majority of people but i have a probably a slightly skewed timeline due to all the libertarians that follow mm-hmm. me uh through the podcast but there are people that not only cheer this on they, they think it's necessary because if we don't arrest people we don't show people that it's serious uh then people are just gonna go out and do it social all, distance yourself around right social, social distance, yourself. distance yourself why yeah. and in here if i may this is really you important may. to me as um thank you if I, uh, you will get an argument with me, you will be disrespected by me, I will mock you if you try to tell me that your immunity is my responsibility. 
Because no, and, and this is from a mother with a child who is immunocompromised. This is from, I'm telling you that her immunity is her responsibility. And because I'm her mother, our responsibility to protect her, that it is our job to feed our bodies what it, what it needs to be able to get through this. It is our job to teach ourselves and practice good hygiene because that's what it takes that you will never be able to find the person who made you sick you can't really everybody tries to say oh i got sick from somebody over here must have been this person that's not how germs work it's not how viruses work learn something and take responsibility for yourself it is not an nap violation and i'm probably going to lose a lot of your people here on this one but but this is a it is not an NAP violation. Your house needs to have a lock on its doors. Sure. Your house needs to be protected by you. And now, if someone your- breaks into your house and starts coughing on you, okay, they have now. Uh, yeah, a forcibly injecting you with a virus is a is a different thing. I'm not mm-hmm. talking about forcibly entering your body to do right. so, but it's communicable, and it will. It is never in the history of man ever been punishable to blame other people for making them sick you protect yourself so this is a lack of self ownership a complete lack of a complete lack of self ownership in ta- in, including your mind your soul your body that's yours and we we just don't have that anymore and you can't blame other people for you getting sick take care of yourself a little bit better and and that's just how this works okay yeah, I mean, just the the I think like you, I, the biggest concern I'm getting right now it, it was originally from the police state, from the idea that mm-hmm. we're all being locked down or shut down. But to be honest, I haven't really seen much police activity myself out here. I'm sure it's happening other places. I saw five cops. Wow. I live in the woods. Okay, I live in the woods, and we're driving. I see one cop go by me, and I'm like, oh, there's there's the cop looking for people walking on the side of the street together. You know, I, I kind of make a joke, and. uh then I, I'm, I'm going up into town. I come up, like I finally hit a street light, but again, on the outside of town. And I saw four cops driving by. There's more cops on the road than people. <laughs> well, I imagine their revenue has taken a hit with less people out driving, less people out doing stuff. I know the red light cameras aren't getting, making as much money and the cops aren't able to pull as much people over. So maybe, maybe they're oh, doubling down in a way because they have to try to make their money, make their, uh, mm-hmm. make their quotas. Essential. Very essential. Um, yeah, but like like you, I share the concern of, of of the mentality I see in my many of my fellow citizens more so. I mean, it, it's this blue checkmark mentality too. It's the mentality that we've we we saw something on CNN or uh, we saw something on Fox News. And I'm not trying to be left or right here, mm-hmm. and um, then therefore we know everything because we've mm-hmm. heard from an expert on TV, mm-hmm. and that's the one expert to listen to. So mm-hmm. now we know everything. So hashtag mm-hmm. say the fuck home. And it's yep. really, it's really frightening how quickly it goes from expert advice to we think the police, the, the state, we we're going to advocate for the state to crack down on you now. We're going to advocate for you to be put in jail for doing something like being outside, for doing something like going to the beach. And and this mentality is not something that's going to go away What's even when next? coronavirus comes down. There it is. There it is. Did you see the link that I just sent shared today from a man from the WHO, WHO, World Health Organization? They are evil. Do not trust not the thing. band. Not the classic band, the WHO. And uh, no, no, they're great. Um, so. There, he actually said that, well, you know, one thing that we're not talking about is how the families are all living together and somebody could be an asymptomatic carrier and they could have it in their families. So we are telling everybody that we think that pretty soon we're going to be going door to door and pulling families apart 
this is like FEMA camp shit. This is uh, just separating everybody go, into little cubes so that they're just in case anyone might have this thing. Taking people's children. I mean, what what does that mean? I mean, and I want you to know that who has just been busted by the live wire, Del Bigtree, who used to be a producer on the show, The Doctors. Mm-hmm. Um, he's done some amazing documentaries and he uh, released some footage from the World Health Organization big uh, summit. And they got up and basically said, what are you doing to test these vaccines? It was all about vaccines, right? And they said, well, we haven't really done actual testing, safety testing. We don't have very good safety testing in place. We haven't, this hasn't been done, but we really need to get this done. So they're saying it hasn't been. And they, and they show the, the woman that's like a lead researcher there from India who was up there answering the questions. And then they show a video that she released five days before, and it's a commercial for Who, with all these like very scientific people in the background with lab coats and vials and pouring stuff in in the background, saying <laughs> that <laughs> this is the best research in science that's ever been done. The safety testing, we never stop testing for safety, and I mean, literally saying the opposite things. Okay, so um, Who was giving an oral polio vaccine, which was already made illegal in United States because the oral polio vaccine was spreading polio. So because of that, they made it illegal here. And then Bill Gates and who were out there giving people in third world countries, the oral polio vaccine. In my opinion, it was to pump up the numbers. So that would force people here go, oh, we don't want to be like people in India and Africa. We don't want to be like that because. Because I, I saw something saying, oh, um, India is there's a comeback of polio in India. Here's why, why anti-vaxxers are to blame. <laughs> yeah, okay, and there it is. Is that right? They're listening to us over in Africa. So what happened is they were actually spreading <laughs> They're listening it to, to blast off and taking uh, Raylene's vaccine advice. You know, uh, no, Johnny doesn't like me to talk about this stuff very often. So um, to well, be you're honest. free to you're free to roam here. Thanks. So <laughs> what what the sickness is is why would they be giving an outdated illegal thing to pe- to poor black people who don't have clean water? who don't have hygiene practices, who don't have access to the clean water? Why would they be giving something that spreads through fecal matter and, and going to the bathroom because that's how it's spread and through hands? Why would they be giving that to people in a live vaccine with a live virus? And for I mean, people that ca- might say, well, that's just a conspiracy about it spreading, about it being dangerous, the oral vaccine, then you have to ask, why is it illegal here? So which, which logic are you going to use? The, 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 uh, the government's it, logic or not? That's exactly right. So I, I just kind of... For me, you can sometimes we're looking for the data to back up what we believe. I would say almost all the time, even libertarians fall fall very prey to that. Right. Uh, Absolutely. And I I have to keep an eye on that because I definitely have distrust issues. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, That said, there's nothing wrong with observing. There's nothing wrong with seeing that everybody could be lying, that there could be truth everywhere. And maybe it's possible China's lies, the U.S. government lies, uh, the CDC lies. This is all, all within lying. the same realm of possibility and they could all be lying in different directions. That's right. That's right. Yep. I want to talk a little more about the the vaccine aspect of this because I know this is an area you're really passionate about. And I get concerned. Put aside the even safety or, or efficacy of vaccines for a second. 
Mm-hmm. I put, I'm very concerned when I see people like Bill Gates, who suddenly, I guess, is the world's leading expert in epidemiology, uh, going out there saying, well, what we're really going to need to do, uh, we're going to have to lock down for 18 months. Uh, you can't leave your houses. Then we're going to have to make sure we vaccinate everybody in the world. Oh, here's an idea. Then we'll I'd be- rather fucking die of coronavirus. I'm sorry I swore, everybody. Yeah, I... I- yeah. You know what? <laughs> then wear an ankle, or then wear a bracelet, or have a chip in my hand that says whether I'm I'm microchips. Inject- I, yeah, I mean that he's literally has, is suggesting this as the only solution to this problem of coronavirus. I mean, right. that, that's the and stuff that scares me. So here, you should be scared. So um, here's something that's really interesting, and I and I have to say that I I watch like uh, let's let's talk about like Democrats for instance. Democrats have really under they understand the secret sauce to radicalism. Okay, so. The, the, the liberals have really, really um, harnessed the energy of radicals and they push out the real crazy radical uh, people. So, so communists that are out there right now saying they're co- outwardly saying they're communists, you know, um, they are forging ahead for the liberal agenda. Okay. That is what's happening. And uh, they, you know, the conservatives are not very good at the radical thing because they always end up being fucking no, stupid racist. By and definition, stuff. they're not radical either. When no, you're no, they end up. You can't be radical. Yeah, we, we're like Chris Cantwell stuff. And like, like that's <laughs> gross. Um, and and, ugh, and like they don't Yeah, they're, they're not actually pushing anything good. But um, radical libertarianism and anarchists out there, um, they do the most educating of people who are libertarian curious in the end. Now, uh, people that are uh, way more middle of the road on libertarian, just the ideas, which um, are way beautiful for bringing everyone in. Like, Mark, you are so non-threatening. Oh, well, right? thank you. I think. Uh, no, no, it's no, it's wonderful, <laughs> except for that lion air. Um, uh, you know, you, you are, you, well, you're kind, you're respectful, you're fun, you keep it fun. And right. you introduced the ideas that are very practical. Every man understanding of liberty and so i think that's that's amazing that's that's your job right in this movement that's what you're supposed to do you're supposed to make these ideas approachable for people that's what you are doing is what i should say you are doing right and then there are the more radical um people that are and i'm like not quite all the way there i'm like somewhere in the middle like on on the road to radicalism um you know, I am a friendly radical and then there's the I'm, mean I'm radical of mind and affable of approach. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. And so I'm a little more outspoken on radical uh, things because I've been doing this for a million years and I have to. I'm too nice. Otherwise, I'm a girl. Um, so I think that it's important for for women to be able to speak their mind. And I'm not I'm not like a, a textbook feminist. It's not like that. But I do think that women need to lead by example to other women about how to be self-possessed, kind, loving, and nurturing and all the wonderful things that women can be at the same time having strong opinions um, and an open mind, right? Yep. But the, the radicalism. So what are they doing right now? This is radical. He's pushing the radical, radical points. And so even if he doesn't get it right away, we are going to be moving the herd in that direction. So they, we think we win mm-hmm. if we only get the forced vaccine with no microchip in it. Right, right. Then we say, okay, we didn't get the microchip, so we're all we good. win. Meanwhile, we just have a certificate instead. Okay, so. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, yeah. it's, it's it's how they always move the Overton window. They present these monstrous, outrageous ideas, um, and then they're too crazy, so they don't go through. But you get something that's forty percent there. The conservatives say, "Hey, we stopped the liberal agenda, and we yeah, we, they're still we, doing we conserve it. things." Meanwhile, it's moved. It's moved. It's moved. 
when, when did you start recognizing, like, how far into libertarianism was it before you realized that everything's a joke and you don't even know how to handle it because it's not funny, but also it's hilarious? Hmm. That's a, like, that's, there's almost that's like a good a, question. You know what I'm talking about? That, that, that yeah. weird place where, where it's it just you start laugh of, reacting at everything because you're like, it's so obvious maybe now i mean uh, i mean to me it's been this thing that i can point things out to people all the time these laws that are being passed here and there th- these laws yeah. are being passed here and there but to me this is the the biggest like real world holy shit this is all happening this kind of like the stuff that you hear alex jones I'm, talking I'm about the 10 sweats years again. ago yeah <laughs> I mean, the, the stuff that when i was in my uh, early i guess conspiracy phase uh, yeah. when i was less on the philo- philosophy side and more into <laughs> that stuff this is exactly what people like alex jones were talking about alex and now jones is not that happened. wrong about most of it He's yeah, not. I mean, his approach turns people off. But look, yeah. this is, uh, you can't deny that they're calling for uh, vaccines and microchips because they're doing it. It's, oh, it's also, hi, Bill Howie. Gates is openly calling for it. Is Howie on here? Or are you just saying hi to him? I just love him. <laughs> I love him. You guys should start your own show. You and Howie doing like a, a health related something show. He can talk about uh, his spiritual things. You can talk about your holistic uh, medicines. I think it would be a real hit. Yeah, really? Because I would be drunk love to play with him. I would okay. love to. <laughs> Not, you know what I mean. watching right now because i remember a whole uh, a very wholesome lady that i am yes 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 very wholesome lady uh so really i just want to uh, wind down here um mm-hmm. with your final thoughts i guess about this whole thing i mean how how are you first of all how are you keeping sane during all this maybe you're not i don't know i go back and forth uh, on, oh on i'm a king i'm a king you're a king there you go so but, here's the deal yeah. who owns you you own you you are you get it. I know you do. You and I are right now. We are we're vibing because you know what we get. We are in charge of us, right? And they can take your body, and they can force your movement. And I'm so sorry that we're in this position, everybody. I am so sorry. I love all of you, and you don't deserve this. We none of us deserve this. That said, they cannot take our minds, and they cannot take our hearts. And we own them and do not let them rob you of your joy and your peace because happiness is a fleeting emotion that comes and goes. And hopefully we foster more and more happiness in it. But happiness is not a state of being, but real true peace is because when you have true peace in your heart and you understand that fear is meant to control you, fear is used to exploit you, then you will go, is this a rational fear? Or is it something I understand that can happen and now I choose to live my life in this way as a resistance, as a fuck you, because they will not rob me of my peace and I will raise my children to be diligent, to be careful, self-possessed, to own themselves. I'm raising my children to be the resistance. And every single time we come into contact with somebody out there, hey, give a Corona wave, give a smile, make jokes, make sure you're loud enough for that six feet distance, but honestly have a great time and do kind things to people. Show them that they can trust their neighbors and that we do not need to live in a society where we are controlled completely. That's what I have to I say. think that's an awesome message to end on because there's only so many things that we can control in our lives. There's all this stuff going on mm-hmm. around us. We can't mm-hmm. control how our neighbors act. We can't control how our neighbors think. We can't control what the state does. We can't control what the cops do, but we can control 
what we do and we can't control what's in our minds and mm-hmm. we can decide, yes, we're going to be afraid. Or we're going to sense the worst thing coming and just go on about it constantly and, and create that culture of fear and make it yeah. worse. Or we can be the positive inspiration that we have to be because that's the only way we're going right. to change people. We're not going to change people by screaming at the top of our lungs about how everything's horrible and how we have a police state and all this. We have to show if our neighbors are afraid of us and afraid we're going to um, make things worse by spreading the coronavirus. Well, do something yeah. kind for your neighbor. Say, do you yep. need some groceries? I can get them delivered and sent over to you. Mm-hmm. You don't need to come mm-hmm. in contact. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you need any help? And now at least they might trust you a little bit. Or I'm dropping off a couple al- alcohol wipes and a, and a small vegetable garden. like a, or some a, alcohol, a, a bottle of whiskey. Depends there on, it is. On the neighbor, like, you know? Hey, guys, this is it. This is the chance. And it's not all about what you do, although the more you do for people right now will be noticed. So you are an ambassador to what we believe. So every time that you engage in beautiful voluntarism, you are actually like living the 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 movement you were showing it and we and you know and there's things like biblical things they talk about let your light shine this is what this is and when people see that we have a healthy understanding of what the evils in the world are that that we have hope and we have understanding that we can still be self-possessed we are showing them the light and i and that doesn't have to be spiritual for you but liberty to me is spiritual and that we got this all right. Well, Raylene, I think that's a beautiful message to end things on. Uh, before I let you hop off here, why don't you just take a second to uh, just plug the podcast, Blast Off, and as well, uh, I think you guys, I think you and Johnny have something new in the works, if I if I saw that correctly. Johnny. Johnny's a great planner, and I love that man, and I love his idealism. I love his visions, and I love his artistic uh, integrity and fun. Yeah, Johnny's a fun guy. And so whatever we do, it's because Johnny wants to, and I'm going to say yes or no and do it also if I want to. So that'll be fun. <laughs> Big enough. But yeah, uh, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Patreon. If you go to supportblastoff.com, you can go ahead and support us there. And uh, you can even have access to our other shows, which is uh, uh, The After Party. And the second show is The All Nighter. All right. Raylene Lightheart, thank you so much for joining me today. Keep up the great work. Keep being a great voice for liberty out there. Keep on roaring. Thanks, Raylene. All right, kitty cats. Thanks for joining me here on the weekend along with Raylene Lightheart. I hope you got uh, some interesting tips and some good insights there from our good friend Raylene. Please do check out the work she is doing along with our friend Johnny Adams over at Blast Off. They are killing it each and every week. Back on the wagon or off the wagon. I don't know which one, but whatever one means they're turning out great content again, that's the one they're on or off. Whatever. You know what I mean? I just want to remind you once again, if you appreciate the extra content we're doing in these coronavirus times, one way to access all of it and access all of it earlier. Of course, our Patreon folks got this a few days ago. Uh, You can support us on Patreon. Join the Lions of Liberty Pride at patreon.com slash Lions of Liberty. You'll get access to all sorts of exclusive bonus content at certain levels you even get to decide the content of this show we've got a very interesting one coming later this month one of our nittany level members will be choosing a show and i'm going to keep the content uh, i'm going to keep that one a secret for now but uh let's just say i think you're going to find it pretty interesting i'm going to tell you right now that one is going to air on april 20th so you make of that what you will <laughs> but uh stay tuned for that and stay tuned for all of our regular content of course we still are the greatest libertarian variety show on earth you do get the flagship show each and every monday where i interview leaders in the libertarian movement and host exciting and fun and oftentimes drunken roundtables on Mondays and sometimes now on Saturdays, sometimes on Tuesdays. You never know when a bonus episode might appear since I have all this extra time on my hands. And you also got Brian, of course, coming at you every Wednesday with his 
weekly shot of comedy, culture, and liberty on Electric Liberty Land, while Odie will wrap things up for you on Fridays with his hard-hitting and always inspiring look at the broken criminal justice system on Felony Friday. You get it all for the price of one, and that price is zero, my friends. Just hit that subscribe button, and you will have the greatest libertarian variety show on Earth delivered right into your earbuds three, and right now, a little bit more than three times per week. Oh, and I do want to add, before I sign off here, that I'll be compiling uh, some of the stuff that Raylene had mentioned in the show I will be uh, listing all of that in today's show notes, which you can find at lionsofliberty.com slash 450. 450 episodes I've pumped out here over these six plus years. And I'll be doing another one right on schedule this coming Monday. So I'll see you then. And until then, my friends, live long and live free.